Yes, you lovely people. If you're not already, make sure you give us a follow over on Spotify. Have a clean sheet. Oh, oh, mate, all goalies are outfield players, all right? They did, are. We're all players, right? Really. Did you have it's a good secret. game? Like Great game. 2-0, <laughs> clean sheet, man of the match. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Fozcast. I am joined, as usual, by my mate Tom. How are you, mate? Yeah, brilliant, pal. How is it going? It is going really, really well. Are you looking forward to this podcast? Yeah, I am. You know me. I like the I like the interesting stories. I do the so. probey ones, the ones yeah, where you I hear do. an intro. Yeah, I know. Me yeah. too. Um, okay, so we have got a young man in the studio with us today who actually had his whole footballing career ahead of him, playing for one of the biggest clubs in the world, Manchester United. Like I say, he had another 15, 20 years to go until a persistent hip injury curtailed all that. We are joined by Paul Wollstone, Manchester United goalkeeper. Paul, how are you, mate? I'm all right, thanks. Yeah, how are you? I'm really, really nice, mate. Thank you for joining us today. Really appreciate it, mate. Um, we're going to dive straight in. Like I said there, uh, you had... Your whole career. You're 23 years old right now. Um, and then you get the dreaded news. The doctor tells you that this hip injury, after a couple operations, it's not going to get better. And it's probably best if you hang up your boots, your gloves in your your case. Um, just talk me through that, mate. How does that feel when somebody tells you that? You know, you don't believe it at first. You know, you sat there going, this can't be me. It's not me. Surely he's got this mixed up with someone else. And you spend so long just asking yourself, why? Yeah. Why me? And takes a while to actually acknowledge what's been said. You, you know, you, you drift off, you zone, zone out because you don't, you don't hear that news, especially at the start of a career. Don't mind it once you've had one towards yeah, the end, saying, sure. right, I think it's time now. Get yourself away somewhere. Enjoy, look back at the career. So it was very tough, not only on me, but on my family. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new Moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money Maker. Play the game and you could win money. Up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. As well, it was, you know, a shock to them after all the years of hard work and sacrifices everyone's made to no. go, this dream's over, as, is, as it was. That's a, I think people don't realise how much graft, like parents, loved ones, travelling all the way around the country in academies nowadays. You you are and you're you're training three, two, three, four nights a week. You're playing away in London, in friggin' Southampton, anywhere. It could be absolutely anywhere. That is a massive sacrifice from the family, isn't it? Yeah, just to get make sure they're giving you the best chance. I was quite lucky to have parents who did that. Yeah. You know, drivers all over the country come follow us, you know, all around the world, and just turn up and just giving us the opportunity to try. And make a good name for myself in football was, you know, I was quite blessed from them to be able to do that. What, um, so, so with, with the operations for the hip, so you had two, two in total, right? Yeah. I, I read somewhere that you said that after the first one, 
you heard the doctor say or the surgeon say yeah. um, he's going to have to be back in or he's coming in for a second one or something like that. So talk me through that when you're in the recovery room. You yeah, I'm still half asleep. I still think my eyes were shut and you know, you, you don't know where you are. I was trying to think, where am I, where am I? I'm not in my room here. And just heard them saying, oh, he'll be coming back. And I was thinking, oh, I'll be the next bed next to us. And I came back round, came, came in and saw us in the recovery room and said, oh, how are you? He's, yeah, you're gonna be back in. Oh. So I was like, "Well, so not what we were expecting. It's slightly worse, so you'll be back in." And I'm going, "I'm still all over the shop here, going back. In. It's not as, but was it a success? You did what we had to do, but yeah. So you went in, didn't you? Because I believe it was one of those ones where you went in and they didn't really know until like exploratory until they got in. But didn't they just go into kind of clean it out and clean it up. Yeah, they had a slight idea what it might have been. You know, the the injection helped, so it kind of gave them more of an idea of what it was. Then you know, it was inside. It was just, as you say, a little tidy up, you know, out for two months, three months, back, back for pre-season. Yeah. And to go, actually, it's going to be... So, so what were the symptoms and when, what, when did you first start feeling the pain? Like, what were you doing kind of It thing? was just striking the ball. Yeah. Yeah, just done standing leg. Just went, oh, that's not right. Tried it again. Same day and just went, oh, let's see if it settles. If it settles, brilliant. Do what I normally do. Train, train the following day. Yeah. Play the game on Thursday that we had in. A little friendly. Then it just went, got worse as the night went on. So I went, right, just see the physio in the morning. It'll be nothing. Tested it. Went just like, oh, that's not right. Get another physio to have a look. Didn't settle down. Paracetamol, anti-inflammatory, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you so this is a few weeks, this period there, yeah, where you haven't really done much. Yeah, not even that. It was just like a few days. Then turned into a week. It was like, right, if it hasn't settled by the end of this week, we'll get in touch with a specialist and go from there. Bits of advice. So and it just kind of escalated from there. Specialist into, into surgery. Yeah. So I was like, it's not right. Obviously... You don't really want surgery, but I thought it'd be the best option. Yeah. So, so sorry. What was what? So when you've had that first operation, what are they saying to you? What do they say the reason for the second one is then? Just that <laughs> the hip wasn't what it first looked like on the scans. A lot of cart dead cartilage. You know, bone was. You know, it had to be smoothed off. And when you come in for for the second one, we'll continue with that and you know try and inject a f you know stem cell, whatever it is, to make sure that the hip gets back. It won't be what it was, but we'll try and get it as close as it can be. So basically, cartilage is just gone? Yeah. Oh cartilage is just gone. So it's just bone on bone? Bone on bone. Oh, so mate. you've had the second operation. Obviously, you're, you're at Man United at this yeah. point. So just to, with the accent, people will will understand you from the North East. So yeah. you obviously, you're a, you're a Mackham, Sunderland fan. Yeah. Playing for Newcastle, signed for Man United, and yeah. then you, you play playing games, playing for the under-23s. Yeah. Been out on loan, and then you find yourself in in this position. Yeah. So with the injury, obviously after the second op, you've had several months of rehabilitation working with the team there. Yeah. And then, and then what happened? Everything was going well. You know, everyone was pleased with the rehab, with the progress I was making. Yeah. I was back outside on the grass running and it was the first day of just passing a ball. Felt okay. Felt fine. Felt good. Felt strong. Then it was just a simple 10 yard pass, get it from one side, pass the other and went, that exact oh, same sharp mate. pain came back and I was like, oh, I'll try it again. I went, no, I can't do this. I'll see what I'm like in the running. Start the running and halfway through the run. You're a goalie. What are you running for? You don't need to be running. I like to embarrass, <laughs> 20, I like to embarrass the outfielders at the 22, running. I didn't 23, mind it. though, Ben. Didn't, didn't <laughs> mind the running. Runner, yeah. 
I used to be. <laughs> oh, now, now, I'm, now I'm more of a cyclist. But uh, <laughs> the, uh, it just felt like a kebab skewer just went straight back through. And I was like, remember going back inside, just lying, not even saying anything to anyone on the physio bed. Got back in the car because I was, told my family I'm back outside. I'm going to pass the ball again, kick it again. And uh, just broke down in tears in the car oh. on the way back. Saying, on your own? On my own. Lived by myself, had no one there. So I went back. So first thing, just going back to the parents. Spoke my mum, dad will come down. So my dad came down and we just took my mind off it. And yeah. I was just like, this is it. You, you, so you knew? I knew from that moment. I was like, it's, this hasn't settled. This is exactly, I can't be doing this every time. Because I was thinking, right, let's see if it settled down. And we took six, maybe seven weeks to completely settle down for what it was. And I was going, this isn't. It's not fair on people who I'm working with and it's not fair on myself. Yeah. So what the, with the medical team at this point consulting, obviously, yourself, each other, keeping up. So who ultimately made the call? It was uh, something I was forced to. Yeah. I was forced to. And that was the frustrating thing that I couldn't control it. I'd much rather have been an awful footballer and, and, yeah. and not had it and just having it there, just going, right, you're going to have to do this. Or in the space of two years, not even that. Be full hip replacement, oh, and then right. that's the end anyway. And that's the end anyway. You know, you think way of life, and I just want to go. There's, there is more to life than football. Yeah, and I didn't want to think that at first, but then it's gone. Hopefully, one day I have kids, and they go, "Oh, can we go up the park and we have a kick about?" And if I turned around and said, "Oh no, I can't," because your yeah, dad was stupid you, trying it? to chase something, and it's just thinking of everything, I was like, "Right, nah, this, this is it." When I took all the advice on board and saying, "You're gonna have to," I was like. After a while, it's like fair enough. Yeah, I think people don't understand that when it's when like the cartilage is gone. Because I've had it in my knees, I've had it in all sorts of yeah. bits and bobs. When when the cartilage is gone and that bone on bone is constantly pounding and rubbing against each other and grinding away, that then can lead on to some serious yeah. problems after that. This is where then you start to get like cracks in the bone surface. You can get arthritis, and this is the bit that I think Paul's talking about is. In a few years' time, you could genuinely be suffering things from like arthritis, yeah. even in your mid twenties. Like, oh, unimaginable stuff. Really painful as well. That sharp, scurry things. Yeah. Like I get it in my knee sometimes, and it's it's a once in a blue moon thing. But I might jump and land awkwardly or whatever. It just comes like that. Oh, mate, that sharp pain of bone on bone and bone bruising is a bugger as well. It takes forever to heal, doesn't it? Uh, does it even settle? <laughs> does Never it even settles. heal? It's just there. Oh, mate, I'm feeling for you. So we'll we'll kind of talk about because obviously. I think, I think it's fair to say you've kind of come to terms with it now, haven't you? And, yeah. and, and you're kind of moving on with your life with football and yeah. without football. Let's just go back to, obviously, your start in football. Because obviously yeah. you've had, even at the age that you're at, you've had some great experiences, yeah. haven't you? So, um, Sunderland fan, yep. Newcastle. Talk to me about that. So I was at Sunderland before that. Yeah. So I was at Sunderland up until end of under-15s. So signed there when under twelves or ever first time signing for a club as a goalkeeper. As at twelve. Yeah, I played in, I played in goal yeah, coming through but, like primary yeah, school, yeah. but this was the first time someone's went, Oh, we're gonna take him as a keeper because I was an outfielder at Darlington. Nice. Okay. And I still remember it now, playing Grimsby away, whatever. Two goalkeepers in the squad got ill. My coach goes, Anyone playing net? I'm like, I'll I'll do it. I'm used to it. I played in played in goal for the primary school, played at Wembley with them, so I was like, Yeah, fine, I'll do it. Kept a clean sheet. Oh, oh, mate, all goalies are outfield players, all right? They did, are. We're all players, really. Did you have it's a good secret. game? Like Great game. 2-0, <laughs> clean sheet, man of the match. <laughs> I was like, I could get used to this. I was a, I was a striker, left mid, yeah. centre mid, left back, centre half, keeper. Boom. Couldn't go away Well, now player. I've gone all the way back. Now I'm behind the net. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching now. Utility player, man. Yeah. Boom. 
I think it was probably he got into goal and he was like, mate, I haven't got to run so much. This is lovely. This I'll, I'll quite have a bit of that. Um, so then, where does the move come to to Newcastle? How does that happen? Just go on trial. Yeah, you know, just rang up. Went Leeds on trial. Newcastle rang up saying we'll take you in. And like for me, it was. It's not like oh, it's Newcastle being a Sunderland fan. I was like, oh, great, you know. Just an opportunity. Yeah, just an opportunity yeah. to go play. It took a while for the family to go down. I bet, yeah. My dad uh, didn't hang the the he hung the kit up inside out in the line, so no one saw the Newcastle badge. <laughs> no, he did. It, he, not. did he did inside out, so no one could see. Massive Brilliant. Sunderland fan. He's like, I'm not having that. Um, so you're playing for Newcastle. Um, tell us about the time where you got the 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 chance to. Go on, like, and play for Man United. How how does that work? Because I know for a fact there's going to be kids out there, all ages, wondering how on earth they can get spotted. Where do they get that opportunity? It was an odd one because there's a couple of coaches at Man United who I had at Sunderland. Yeah. So I had five. Always kept in touch. One of them even kept came to watches when I was on loan at Blythe. You know, just all kept. In, then found out that the path there wasn't going to be a pathway at Newcastle because of you know keepers there and wouldn't give him a chance they wanted us to go elsewhere to you know try and have a career so went on trial to a few places went to the states for a bit trained with Drogba's team Phoenix nice. yeah what was that like out in America bizarre but like amazing I loved it how Why old were you bizarre? what bizarre I want to know this uh, I was oh, how old would I have been 19 wow a- 18 wow. 19 so because one of the coaches there was someone I knew from Newcastle yeah. so I rang up saying this is yeah come out see if there's any you know place for next season because it's halfway towards the back end of the season so I had a week training out there and it was I loved it it was 41 degrees it was nice oh. either train first thing in the morning or late at night sat around the pool thinking oh, oh. life's quite good this. and was this after your loans yeah after me loans so, so whilst at Newcastle yeah. you were uh, Gateshead Darlington Blythe Spartan South Shield yeah so you've gone from hard football in yeah. the North East yeah yeah to Phoenix proper football yeah proper football yeah. it's strange you know, it's probably one of the most enjoyable times I've had playing football was on, on these loan experiences because it kind of makes you as a yeah. player and if I you know saying play, young players now go and do it yeah, you don't realise until you're there how what football's like it's all nice in academy football but when there's something on the line of it you need to Mate, you need to play. Uh, honestly, I'm exactly the same as that. So I, I went on loan when I was a kid. Like I was 18, I was playing for Stoke, and yeah. honestly, mate, I would go anywhere. Stafford Rangers, Tiverton Town, Tiddy, yeah. Kiddy, like, Bristol, Kidderminster. Yeah. I would go yeah. anywhere, mate. I didn't care. I'd come from non-league anyway, and yeah. I just wanted to play first team football because that's the best bit. It's, that's where you get your buzz and yeah. you learn what you can really do. And you're playing against brutal men as well who might be like half cut from the night before and stuff like that. Happily leave one on oh, you. I still remember one of my first games came for a cross. I still picture it now. The lads looked at it. And he just threw an elbow on my face. Yeah. Like, Ref's his elbow. He just went, Yeah, but it wasn't hard enough. My nose is bent to one side. I'm going, Can it see? My eyes are water. I was going, All right, ref. And I was like, Right, this is it. Yeah. it. But it's the experiences off the pitch as well, yeah. you know, in the dressing room. The lads, you know, this means a lot more than other people think it does. And the bus is on the way back from away yeah, again. Class, Some experiences. Yeah. You know, it was great fun. But to end up at Man United, just met, landed back from Phoenix on a Monday. Dad picked us up at the airport in the morning. Got back home, I was jet lagged, I was lying in bed, he's he's come up, went, oh, I've had a phone call, I've got your team. I'm like, still half asleep, went, who? He went, oh, Man United. I told him where to go, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 but another word. Yeah, so yeah. I went back to sleep and woke up and go, are you serious here? He's like, yeah, yeah, so I spoke to one of the coaches who I had at Sunderland, saying, yeah, want you. When I said, oh, when do you need it? Oh, can you come tomorrow? No. So, 
Bags are unpacked, washed, then loaded. So in how, the old, car. how old? Eight, eight, no, 19. So 19, was this, 20. so you were third choice for Newcastle when they got promoted from the Champo in 16, 17? Yeah, I was in and round at fourth and third at time. Um, okay. Third when they got sadly relegated yeah. under Rafa. But them experiences again, you know, warming up proper grounds and just getting a taste of it goes. Yeah. I want this. Yeah. I want who who were the goalies? Who were the first two? So it'd have been Carl Darlow. Yeah. And uh, Freddie Woodman at the time. Yeah. Then it was me. Good lads, yeah. Yeah. So, but when I was there, some great keepers. You had Tim Krull. Yeah. Rob Elliott, yeah, who you know yeah, quite yeah. well now. Carl Darlow, Freddie, Matt Sells were there. You yeah, know, it was a good, yeah, yeah. good unit. That is a good, good unit. That solid, isn't it? Solid. And just, yeah. a, you know, young lad coming through, getting the chance to train with them every day. Le- just learning. So, so what happened with? Sorry, sorry I'm yeah. just triggered. But I think you're interested is how, how do Newcastle. You, how, do I, how do Newcastle just let you go then? Piecing yeah. together the timeline, yeah. but just before that, America then. Yeah. So, so how did that come about? And then it just didn't work out, or you chose the, another option. It was just it happened so quickly. After it happened the day I got back, so there was no time to to think. And it was, this was. End of August, beginning of September. So yeah, you want to get something sorted. I want to. I want to get in. I want yeah. to get back in it every day. I want to be training every day. You know, obviously put a bit of timber on, don't you? If you're not training <laughs> every day, just to get back into that routine and going right. Love the states, but when a club like Man United come calling, right. there's only one option. And be a lad from the northeast. It doesn't happen that often. Yeah. A club of that size and stature come. You go. Yeah, I'll come. And I'll what come. year was that that you went to United? No, you got to sling That was... Hopefully you can help us out here. What, so you'd have been about 19? Nine, so 18, nine, 19, would that be? Yes. 18, 19. 18, 19. So who's, 19, the, who's, the, yeah. who's the manager then? Jose. Jose. Yeah, uh, was he? Yeah. You had to find Jose. I quite enjoyed him. Did you? Yeah, yeah. he used to do little stupid things. Like I'd be walking down the, the corridor and he'd just clip his around the head and go, you right, Casper? Because he said I look like Casper Smile. No, so I was like, if I have a career like him, I'll be happy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but no, I've gotten well with him. You know, yeah. every every manager I've, I've worked with, you know, quite enjoyed. I've worked under some some <laughs> decent, good managers. Yeah. So did you have to go on trial at United or did you? No, the stranger said, the only way you won't be here if you don't like it. And I went, that's something stupid. How can I not like this? Yeah. How can I not like coming into train here every day? So how did you sign? How did you sign? What was the... You just bowling and then you're in the bowling, ballroom? Just, just train for a few weeks while things were getting sorted. I was staying in Premier Inn at the Trafford Centre for like six, seven weeks or whatever because my auntie used to live in Manchester. But as typical as I signed, she moved down. Yeah. So I was like, ah. Oh. Got to stay in a hotel. Got to stay in a hotel. But it was, it was enjoyable. It was just... Had nothing to complain about. Mate, was you're quite still like a, like a proper kid, like teenager sort of thing. You've been in America by yourself, yeah. fair dues, and now you come back and it's like big move to Man U, yeah. And you just got to deal with it, yeah. You just get on with it, mate. And what's it like? Because you've both been there, and yeah. and yeah, you've both been there with the United, not dissimilar age, but you were a bit older, weren't you? But what what was it like when you signed then? So you've signed the contract, you walk out the building. What do you do? You go to the pub, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, exactly it's like right, do. come on. All the family are over. Nice meal tonight. Get get <laughs> home. Bottle of champagne. Pour it. Off, yeah. off we go. You know, you've got to celebrate. Of course you have. It's a once in lifetime thing. Just even it was going to initial one year. I was like, I've got to make the most Damn of my right. time here. Oh. And, it, and it turned into four. Yeah. So you signed for Man United. Um, so you you're training with at this point. 
proper players now, yeah? Yeah. You are in a... You, you're, I'm not saying you're necessarily in the first team, but you're in and around it, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, in and around it. I'm training with players that I've heard a lot about, even yeah. in the youth ages, and the, just the, the talent that was there. It takes a bit of... You're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah he, he's serious, he's serious, he's serious. And, but it only makes you better as well. Yeah. Because you're there, everything's faster, everything's, you know, stronger, and the day's different. And it, it's just... Get, it took a while to adapt because I was... Hold me hands up, was a bit off the pace because I hadn't been in yeah. full time for a good couple of months. So catching up, but then I was just like, bang, I love this. Yeah. I love the challenge. Mate, it's kind of, what um what players stick out? Well, coming through yard, yard outfielders in, in the twenty threes and I was there, likes of Angel Gomez yeah. who's now written up. Uh Chongi was still is yeah, still there. Uh, and you're just going through it's like training with you know, Dino was out on loan. Yeah. You know, we played against each other coming through. So, but no, there's so many good players now. I do apologise if I missed a few missed of you a few off. Out, yeah. But the team, you know, and I was welcomed straight away. Yeah. There was no, oh, who's he? Who's he? I knew a couple of the lads already there, so it was it was easy to get on with. Yeah. What talking to me about the goalkeepers? Oh, the department. So you had first team down. It was David. Yeah. Sergio. So who else was there? Joel was there, I think. Lee Grant. Granty's there, yeah. Tom's there, you know, there's yeah. Dino, Kieran O'Hara's there, who's playing well. Just the the whole list, there's probably more, it was just everyone was great keeping. You know, got Kovar, who's been at Burton now, yeah. non loan, did well back into the season. Just you, you challenge, you work off each other, don't you? The challenge is there to how can I be better, but also is he getting better because what I'm doing, yeah. you're always thinking of it's about nice, different things. It? Yeah. I don't think people, like, you don't really get it with outfield players so much because the goalie unit is like it's a special little it's a side unit from the from the out the rest of yeah. the team isn't it and obviously we spend a lot more time together we'll go off in the morning and stuff but you're there to sort of not only improve yourself but to push everyone out yeah it's so good it, isn't it's it? strange because you, you get a, like a little buzz off it as well if yeah. something you know if someone one of them makes a great save in training I you know. buzz off everyone's it roaring, everyone's out and we're all over each other yeah. and you just get used to being in that group, as you say, it's hard to if you haven't been in it, you yeah. don't understand yeah. and what you can try and describe it, but it they won't come yeah. across, is it? No. So like basically, so imagine so say you have like four or five people training that day, four or five goalkeepers, right? You'll have you all have a pecking order, obviously. Like you say, you'll have David at the top, Sergio Romero, yeah. you'll have Dean Henderson, blah blah blah. But your job, so no matter where you you could be fifth, fourth, whatever, yeah. your job is to try and train better than that guy above you. Yeah, push, but push him as well. You want him to get better, but you want to get be. I want to train better than him. That's how I used to look at it. No matter what my my position was, whether I like now first choice, I will still be looking down at the goalies below me, right? And I'll be thinking, I want to train better than you every single day. Yeah. Whether it's a set of volleys, half volleys, I'm thinking I need to catch this better than you and cleaner than you. And I'll always carry it. I love it. I do. It. It's brilliant. Yeah, and so they don't have any con ask any questions. Yeah, exactly. While yeah, exactly. And it's, it's healthy. People say, oh, it's healthy competition. Yeah, because. You're wanting to be best, but also he works as hard yeah. to try and get there as well. I think with United, because it's a great club, people will think that the goalkeepers are in really, it's like a negative competition, isn't it? Because ultimately, if you're in the first team squad, there's only one player starting and only one player on the bench. But I think you've got to have a, a special type of person, haven't you, to be number two, yeah. number three and, and push each other. But for it to stay on the right side of... Yeah. Com yeah, healthy competition. Yeah, does it does it often bubble over? Question for you both. Go on, go. I'd say at times, yeah, because you you want to be playing. And you know, if if the results aren't going well, you want to go. On, yeah. Come on, gaffer. I think it's it is, but you never criticize or yeah. you, you try. You, you 
put your arm around them and you get get around each other. So at times, I've never seen a properly bubble over, but other clubs it might. I don't know, but yeah. from my experience, it's all be it's all been quite healthy. Yeah, you gotta like you say, you gotta. He, he might have made an absolute stinker on Saturday, but you and you'll put your arm around him. You go, mate, don't worry about it. Blah blah blah. You can understand what it was. You can look at it, try and break it down. But the only way you can really try and show that you might deserve a chance is just literally on the training pitch. When you're playing like the 23 matches or whatever it is, reserve matches, do as well as you can do, make saves, play well. But then in training is the bit where it really matters. Like managers genuinely see you. And if they see you flinging around the place, like reliable as heck, making saves, like giving everything you've got, it goes a long way, mate. It does. Managers yeah. see that and it really, they buzz off that kind of stuff massively. Nice. How were your, obviously your, your family, your family, they're going to support your ticket thing. How were your, your friends like growing up with you being a footballer? Because this is one thing I find really, really interesting. We're going to do a podcast on this very soon, aren't we, yeah. around... Um, players and their family, their friends, agents, the entourage. Yeah, yeah, the entourage yeah. of the of good a, crowd or the bad crowd. Yeah. yeah. How how were your friends through your journey, and then in particular when you signed for United? You know, they're always there. They, they underst- understood that the sacrifice. I couldn't, you know, go out on these nights and see him, or you know, party celebrations. I'll be playing wherever, and they would understand that. So I was quite fortunate in a sense to have friends and people around us who knew that. Uh, and just gave us a massive backing, and you know they're still still there now. Friends who I've had since I was little, yeah. you know they, they were good lads and, and lasses, and quite you know they were wounded because I only told them the night before oh, the announcement really? came yeah. out. Nobody knew. Why was why was that? I just wanted to keep it in house because you know what football's like. As soon as a little whisper, hey, it's, it's gone. Out. I, was like, I was like, I wanted to be my time, my story. Yeah. So I wouldn't tell it, then announce it. So I only told a f- like a few of my mates, you know, closer mates, that this is this is what's going on. This is the story. Um, some of you might have had an inkling, or you might have heard a few things. But this is coming out tomorrow. I won't let you aware that the news is I'm going to have to retire. What are the goalies like? Because it's obviously like say it's like losing a member of the family almost. It is like especially when you're like a 23 year old and you haven't uh, is is cut short. It's not your decision. The goalies have been um, they've been good yeah. for you. They were as well. Like none none of the lads knew. Really? None of the players knew. So remember just before Granty was brilliant though. Yeah. From the throughout the Lee process. Grant. Lee Grant. Yeah. Brilliant from him finding out the. He was shocked when it was me because, you know, the doc said, this is a, a player that can, you, you know, when he found out he's wounded, but he's been there. Just take my mind off things, reassure, but also to have these conversations about what, you yeah. know, is going on. But yeah, as you say, everyone was gutted, you know, there were a few tears shed. Yeah, of course. And it's hard. I was all right telling people, like, in a group of four, maybe, but yeah. when everyone's around, I was like, can't do it. Yeah. So I was going to yeah. ask you when you even like when you told your close mates, was it? Um, it's funny, bad news, isn't it? Yeah, it's bad news. It's really hard, even if it's about yourself. Yeah, it's really hard to deliver to other people, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. did did it kind of just get? Well, how was it? Uh, I just put it in the group chat. <laughs> did I you? just text it. I was like, I was, I was like, right, lads tried yeah, ring. Yeah, how you do it. Lads tried ringing us. I was like, I'm, I don't, don't want, want to talk to you. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. it. Just deal I, with I'm it. I'm fine messaging you. Well, I'm not picking up that phone. Yeah. And I didn't pick the phone up. How for many three in the weeks. group chat? In this one, there was 12. Wow. That's so a they're your good mates. They're like, yeah, a, good you know, it's the boys. Well, that's people, just, yeah. it's like one of my friendship groups. And I've got others who are a bit smaller. And, you know, the family had family on the other side of the world who got told. 
by aunties and uncles. I was like, I can't bring myself to tell everyone. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be able to get a word out. Um, yeah. That's... How 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 were the club then in general? Because um, it's a massive thing. Like obviously, like I, I said to you before the pod started, didn't I? I said for me, look from the outside looking in, it looks like you are at the best club. Yeah. To have been at that, they will put stuff in process now they will make sure that you have got this job line not a job necessarily but work experience yeah. here you can help with here because you want to become a coach ultimately yeah hey, may, maybe I'm not ruling out yet really, I'm, just, yeah. I'm in that stage of unknown yeah. which is times a bit you know a bit scary but it's enjoyable and what the club have done have been you know been brilliant they've, yeah. they've known for a while they've known as long as I've known before the, kind of before they're setting up there's a 99% chance I would have to do it but I just thought I want to be that 1% that comes back from it so they've known but now they're helping you know they've always been there to try other things out just in case but part of you goes you say oh, I don't want to do it but they try and push just a few short courses here and then but now they're going going to set things in place introducing this to people I would never think of getting introduced yeah, really, to yeah. and just making sure because you, you know yourself you become part of the Manchester United family Yeah. which you think oh what's this but what they're doing not only for me but like they've helped help me family out like the, the other other night where I was at the game I was going to be in one of the suites just w- walking around talking to people but my sister's had an operation so I just went what's it going to be like in there for her I don't want her not to come to the game yeah. so it's going to be my sister mum and dad and they put us in a box to ourselves wow. and just to it's that special feeling of we're not only going to take care of myself but we're going to take care of everyone around yeah, you yeah that's nice that, isn't and at it? the end of the day if there is a job there brilliant but they're going to set us up to make sure that I'm you could right. get a job anywhere else yeah. as well no matter if it's on the pitch or off the pitch yeah. they're putting us in touch as you say work experiences with yeah. different people follow different people around just to get a good taste of, of normal normal life as it as i think as this whole kind of this whole i was going to say ordeal it's not an ordeal it's like kind of life you just have to kind of move yeah. with it but as it made you have to sort of grow up a bit quicker as it made you have to really kind of look at things a bit more I think not necessarily grow up I'd like to think I was I wasn't I was saying you like I a kid I promise you yeah <laughs> already grown up but it just made you have a different perspective yeah. on life because we're quite sheltered being footballers you know a lot of hard work goes into what we do and people don't under- necessarily understand at times what we go through Yeah. not only physically but mentally as well you know it gets quite hard and just made you like take a step back and go, all right, this, I was lucky enough to, to play football for so long. Welcome to the real world now, yeah. which all my mates have been in since since Day leaving one, school, yeah. who might have a little head start, but being at United, I think that sets us up in good stead. Gives to, you a better start, doesn't it? Yeah. It looks good in a CV. Bloody right it does as well, mate. Yeah. Is that something you think you've been good at doing? Is just sort of, if something happens, something kicks off, you just deal with it. It is what it is. Yeah. Let's deal with it. Yeah. No matter like all the setbacks, when you're injured, when you get released, it's like, all right, I, I want to prove whoever wrong. I want to prove to others that you've made a mistake there. I'm going to go on. I'm going to, you know. Be resilient and go right. Fair enough. Yeah. You've got your opinion. I've got mine. Yeah. Let's see where we yeah. meet. Yeah, I think I think it's really interesting that you say, even just hearing you say there, that you you can tell that your mindset you're in a good place because you've said, you know, I was lucky to play enough for that many years yeah. rather than I've had x amount of years taken away from me. Um, obviously, you've said telling people it was difficult. And um, did you kind of have those other feelings where it was like anger? 
and then like almost like that realization now and now you're yeah just comfortable uh, with it yeah a lot of you know a lot of mixed feelings and thoughts anger definitely yeah everything else yeah it's just like i said is it because i put myself into places that others might necessarily want it's like if i didn't do that i wouldn't be me yeah, and it wouldn't yeah. be right and some things just happen like this and you've got to accept it i know you don't want to because you're going to go oh i want, never want to work again after the age yeah, of sure. after your career i want to go and be successful but i've just went right if it's not in on the pitch i still want to go and be successful off it yeah no matter what. and you're not so it is football you do want to work in the football industry i, th- I think so because football's all i've known since yeah. i was probably born you know being in and around it and, and going to summer matches when i was young and still going now in what getting off the pitch is hard but uh, walk away from it completely I couldn't yeah. I can't yeah. picture myself doing it I think, sorry quickly I was going to say I think um, I think I'm not being a like braggery or anything but I think goalkeepers right honestly here we go I, no I'm being week. deadly serious I think goalkeepers are better equipped to deal with setbacks and things that are really can like get inside other people's heads a bit more I think the, the resilience you learn as a goalkeeper really does set you up Really well That's for life. That's probably because there's one goalkeeper on the pitch, right? And so you, you have to you deal with your own head. You've got to deal with it. Yeah. You know you're not playing, but yeah, I'm still going to work hard. So exactly. when the chance comes to play, you you, make, you know you prove yourself. You take your chance. And I think as you're right there, we are because one keeper. Yeah. And sometimes there's four of us. So you have to process it properly. Yeah. So like I said, it could be. It doesn't matter what it is. You have to process it. So if you're not playing. I can either mope about it and be miserable yeah. and it's only going to work gonna against me. Like that, You're not you? going to last long for sure. So you have to work it in a way which you can still get the optimal out of it. You have to turn the negative into a positive. And like I say, even in a match, like you're in your own head for an hour and a half, two hours, right? Constantly thinking stuff. You're batting away these negative poison feelings of don't make a mistake, don't make a mistake. Don't. You, you get so used to being able to just deal with it there and then. I really do. I think goalkeepers are, are, better, are in a better place after football to be able to deal with life not even like on a business side just in general I really do That's, it's, it's an interesting point I, I think um, I think probably an exciting thing for you Paul is is obviously you've stepped away from being on the pitch now but do you have that moment where you kind of say as a young man say right what where am I what are my skills right what am I good at yeah. to look into yeah. the, the football industry what am I good at right I'm, I'm organised or I'm this and, yeah. and then start whittling down a process of Right, what can I look at opportunity-wise? Yeah, it takes a bit of time to you know sit down and actually, it's it's a lot easier for someone else to tell you what you're good at instead of putting it out there yourself. It's true. But it's like when you get the ch- sitting down with someone, noting it all down, and you actually realise there's so many opportunities yeah. where all your qualities can fit into one, and it's trying to find now which which one is it. So you know you might have to bounce from here to there everywhere until you find it. But I want to be in a situation where I've got plenty and pick and choose a few different things and go, bang, that's it. You know, yeah. it, this doesn't happen. I'm, I'm lucky enough to to do this. And it's just strange. And I was back to Cloud. I was lucky enough to go with United's youth to Dallas the other, other week to, you know, just see what life is like off the pitch. And I walked in the hotel. You know, when you recognise someone and Danielle, Claudio's wife, made a, a comment that was, doesn't know who I am yet. Said, oh, I was in the United tracks. He went, oh, the weather's not the same like this in Manchester, is it? Went, it's all right. It's like this. I'm from Sunland. And she went, oh, we had some time together. I went, no. He went, Claudio, Daniel, Paul from Nah, went, little Paul. Yeah, little, little Paul. Paul. Little Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't changed. So it's just, it's amazing how the world works. 
Yeah, that's class. I love that, mate. What was that like, an experience going away with Man United just to sort of see, just see how it works? Yeah, because as a play, everything's just there, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's all done for there. you. Everything, you turn up, we're training here and there, but the actual planning yeah, of the all logistics. this, getting in, yeah, yeah, the logistics, getting the meal times, getting this, getting the pool sessions, gym, you know, wake up for this, go on the walk this time, we need, everything needs to be... And I bet you observed every last bit. Every last bit of detail. I was up, you know making sure I was making the right notes and stuff just to see what it's like, but also using it as an opportunity to, you know, get talking to people in the States from different clubs just to, you know, broaden the network. Yeah, it's nice. You even had a little bit of, like, international kind of, like, honours and stuff like that, playing for, like, England youth teams and stuff like that. Talk us through that. Yeah, How was that? it was bizarre. You go to these camps, the start of a few camps. So went, went What, what age the, group was it? This was under 17s. Yeah. So you go on a couple of the goalkeeping camps, during the year, then come start the season, you're saying, oh, by the way, you're going away with England. Oh, for another, no, you've been, you've been called up to... So you're selected like you would yeah. 21s and seniors. So same, same process. You're selected, bang, you're going away. This was, first one was a little tournament, whatever, based at St. George's, but it's the first time going away with England and you're getting to play with these great players. I still remember my debut was against Czech Republic. Again, it... Kiddies ground, yeah. Drew one one, and I was going through. You know, it was a great. All my family were there, and everything. It's a special moment because to say, actually go. Oh, I'm yeah. playing for I'm England. Doing a bit, yeah. yeah, I'm doing a bit. Yeah. So you know, had the Euro. So did all that. All of under seventeens got the Euros. You know, even you know, comp- played against Brazil and America. Decent. Massive games. In just the players I played with, who I'm looking at now, who are having great careers. Go on then, Trent. Really? Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. From day one, could you tell? He was a centre mid. No, he was yeah. Not. Doesn't surprise you, does it? No, not really. To be fair. So it was Trent. You had Tom Davies. Yeah, nice. He was uh, Reece Oxford, who's yeah. in Germany. Uh, who else was Jay De Silva? Yeah. And Marcus Edwards, and and all these different like players who you grew up playing against and go he's decent he's decent yeah, yeah. yeah to come together and say I've played with these but also playing against some of the players played against Donnarumma yeah I was at one end he was at the other nah yeah was he about six foot seven even back then yeah, yeah and he was playing up he had full beard and everything nah. going <laughs> but it, he just sat down going through players who are becoming the best players in the world yeah and going sharing the pitch with a couple of the Italian Euros winners from Incredible. last year and just to be able to travel the world playing football, yeah. it's quite special. Nah, I think like we, I think footballers take it for granted, mate. I really do. Like, cause don't get me wrong, I'm an older footballer now. I'm 39 years old, and it's kind of I get to you get to an age where you can really look back and actually go, do you know what? That was pretty cool. To be fair, yeah. I really enjoyed that. But I think if if there's any footballers listening to it, sometimes I just want them to actually stop and look around the place. Do you know what I mean? And just yeah. be like, do you know what? This is this is pretty cool. Do you so know just what I mean? take that little moment, isn't yeah. it? Look back and. You know, I was looking, I think played 14 games Yeah, for England and they're 14 games that I'm going to keep forever. Exactly. And you've travelled though as well, you yeah. know, like you say in America and... Yeah, we had the Euros in Bulgaria, yeah. which was some experience. Dad, whole family came out, they had a massive Sunland banner as well. Yeah, as brilliant. That, me brother's mates, I think it was his nan stitched together. Love it. That got nicked. <laughs> you know, on the first game. You know, these experiences, you know, it's class qualified for a World Cup. Yeah, in in Chile, so went it went to Chile for three weeks. Fantastic. You know, didn't win the trophies, which would have been nice. But these are experiences, experiences yeah. where you 
look back, pro- haven't looked back properly yet, but maybe when I'm... Never you know, take them away there, mate. When I'm older, maybe the grandkids or whatever, yeah. if I get that chance to go, that was truly something special. Yeah, yeah decent. That's yeah, really, it's really good. It's a question. With um, Trent, for example, yeah. at that kind of age, did you, did you know, wow, he is... Was he a level above everyone else or did he develop later? He's, I think he was... He's going to probably hate us for saying that he was never someone special, but he had a good work ethic. Yeah. And I think he's developed and he's still developing now in uh, one of the best right backs in the world. Yeah. yeah. But at that point, I wouldn't have said, wow, he's going to do this. But it's, it's down to himself. He's worked hard to get in that position. That's scary then. That at that age, you, he was not necessarily the most gifted player. It's scary. The fact is that now look at him technically. Yeah. Technically, he is... He's probably he, oh, don't get me wrong. We we're blessed with some good right backs in this country, but technically speaking, he is outrageous, isn't he? And if he's gone from being not nothing special to technically one of the best yeah. in the world, he could even get even better. Could he play like he could play most positions? Couldn't he? Well, yeah, he's he's, he's just an he's, athlete, isn't he? He's, he's a pure he? athlete, and he's a winner. Yeah. And like you said, there is his um like his work rate and his work ethic. Yeah, I think I, that is. Invaluable. He's nowadays. redefining the position to a point. Isn't Matt, he's like a right winger, isn't he? He's a right winger for Liverpool, isn't he? Yeah, it's frightening. Isn't yeah, it? frightening. Up and down. His work rate's crazy. The, but the, this is what I'm saying though: the quality of his deliveries. Like we watched, I can't remember. It was like Liverpool, Man City, or Liverpool, Chelsea a few weeks back. And some of the play between him and some of the midfielders, and then he would lay it off, and he'd go on the overlap or the underlap or whatever. And I'm thinking, mate, like every touch that you do is. It's to within an inch of perf- perfection, pure perfection. It's incredible, the level, isn't it? Yeah, it's frightening when you look at it, the players. I feel quite proud to have shared the pitch yeah, with, with, going yeah. on to be successful. I'm like, hopefully I've played a part. Yeah, some they might, they might not. Hopefully, yeah. don't realise it, but to me to say, I've shared the pitch, he's gone on to win so many trophies, titles, and I've had the opportunity to to play football with him. Yeah. What were some of the uh, goalies with the England and young lads? So when I si- when I first went, there was a lad from Norwich called Aston. Yeah. Who's still there. Then it was a lad from Leeds, Will Huffer, who's playing non-league now. Yeah. But then Alfie Whiteman from Spurs, yeah, yeah. who's out on loan. Then it just got to the point then, so me and Aaron were the same age group. Aaron... Rambo. Yeah, Rambo. Yeah. Who's doing unbelievably well yeah. now? He came in. We never shared. Had a few England camps together, but never shared the experience of travelling away. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's just oh, it's that unit is, again comes into play. Goalkeepers, you know, being picked as one, two, or three, the best in the country at yeah. the present time. Pretty cool, isn't it? And when you have the number one, you go, wow, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something special about that number one shirt. Um, best goalie you've ever trained with? Best, gotta be David. Got to be, hasn't it? Got to be, David. Come on. It has to be. Some of the stuff he does, you know, he catches these balls. I'm looking, I'm going, just not fair. Really? (laughs) What's like the best, what, so the the handling element or is it everything? Just everything, like, you go, how? The whole package. Yeah. And he's come to prove this year, you know, he's took it up another notch. Another notch, yeah. Yeah. Didn't get in your team of the season though. I was campaigning for him. It was, it was, a, mate, it. it was a competitive position, all right. It the was. goalie position it is this a very, year. This it was a competitive one. You're talking. We're we're blessed in this country in the Premier League, especially that we've got the best, oh, best of the best, the best of the best, especially when it comes to goalkeepers. Yeah. Allison, Edison, De Gea. Even like the mid-table, lower lower half of the 
Frighteningly it's, good. It's ridiculous. Mate, isn't the it? standard of goalkeeping in the Premier League is it's ridiculous. It is. It's absolutely ridiculous. Nowadays, every goalie can make saves. Everyone, yeah. everyone can make saves. But now you've got to have so much more. You've got to have so much more. Like you put the ball at their feet, and they need to be able to be a midfielder. Basically, it's yeah. mad, isn't it? You've got to be able to find that pass 80 yards Mate. away or, or whatever. Mate, I'll find it 80 yards away in Rosette over there. That's oh, what I'll find for you. I put a few of the stands before. Non-league has a little bubble. I was like, I'll take that. At least, right, it's not in the, at least it's not in the net. They can't score from Rosette, you know. Exactly. Simple as that, And mate. you can get your players back in a place right for the throw. Well. But as you say, the, the strength and depth, yeah. all the way through, frighteningly good. I know. Mate. I know. We were talking about like the the evolution of goalkeepers yeah. the other day, right, okay, Paul? And... Like obviously everybody needs to be good with their feet and all that kind of stuff. But now, like you see some of the young kids coming through, like at our play, the size of these lads, yeah, they they are massive, double massive, mate. Yeah, they're yeah. towering over people. Honestly, they're like six foot five, six. Their arms are like they're down to their knees and stuff like that. And I'm watching these these kids thinking, mate, if you can, like, if if it can all click. Wow. Not as big as American athletes, though, are they? Generally, generally speaking. No, oh, no, it's a different thing. Different thing. Here's yeah. one for you. Could you say if you get like a um, a draft pick, NFL, NBA or something, and you get a lot of really huge monster athletes that are athletic, great ball handlers, could you retrain them to be goalkeepers? Mm, oh, I don't know. Most most of it's just instinctive. Yeah, it's like you're now, so you've got yeah. it or you haven't kind of thing. I think it's hard to train a goalkeeper from nothing. They've got to have... American athletes, so might, sometimes it might be too big. The ones I'm thinking, I, be, of. I agree yeah. with what you just said there. I think, I think most goalkeepers don't necessarily need to be supreme athletes. Yeah, you don't need to be. It's just about natural size and natural ability and size and stuff like that. But you, to be a proper goalie, you've got to have something special that you. I think most of the time with, yeah. you're born with, and it's just a real individual skill it's like an it's like you said there yeah. it's like no. an instinct yeah. it's like a nouse it's like it's weird but if you've got a few nba players and went put a few high balls in you because as a center half you got brilliant because he's miles up there yeah. aren't they and just taking crosses know, so times yeah. it like that you might go oh, fair yeah. enough i think i was i teed that up on purpose because i reckon we should make a video on it <laughs> what well you could retrain a big youth and yeah. just put them in goal <laughs> a big youth yeah. you have to be big youth because i'm looking at him going now oh, i wish i was your size. Nah, but honestly, they are. They're it's getting just bigger, massive. mate. Some of these kids are getting bigger nowadays. I see, like, League 1, League 2 goalkeepers and some of these goalies. Mate, their heads are touching the crossbar. I tell you what, we um, shot with Emmy Martinez recently yeah. um, and we went around to his house and I was, I was like, Jesus, look at the size of him. The size of his shoulders. He's massive. massive. Like, he's, is he, he's like, tank. massive? Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. He ain't got an ounce of fat on him. He's yeah. six foot five, oh, six. Yeah, he's lucky like, man. He's wide. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a joke, mate. And he's a lovely bloke. He lovely can, bloke. He can yeah. cook. Oh, oh, he's a full package. He is, mate. That's why I had to learn as well. Quite, I quite like cooking at home. But when you got to live by yourself, it becomes, yeah. Don't mind the cooking. It's just the washing up. What was the off. special? The homemade special. Oh, it depends. Don't say spag bowl. No, 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 no. <laughs> Quite like cooking it, a nice little bit of steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. standard. Put a few bit of chili, spring onions, then melt a bit of blue cheese on top. Okay, okay. nice, yeah. Grill some asparagus, a sprinkle of parmesan. You yeah, know. I think he's got a bit, mate. So he's equipped for life, mate. Yeah. You're golden. And what about the, um, what's the famous one from in the northeast? Palm, is it? So from Chicken palm? So that's from Middlesbrough. Oh, okay. Ooh, Ooh. got the look there. Middlesbrough nice. to a slightly bit north, you have the chicken parmos. Well, then it's what me and dad do now for when we go to Sunderland games. We go to Greg's, have a thing called a stotty. What's a stotty? So it's bread. So it's like a, oh, you know, 
just like big bread roll. Yeah. yeah. So I'll have ham, ham and peas pudding stotties. Peas pudding. Have you ever had that? Stotty. Is that similar to it's a... like a bread, like a bap. Like, like a bread cake. Like a, yeah, 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 like okay, a bread cake. Yeah, yeah. Mean, yeah. yeah. So ham, ham and peas pudding stotties. And if someone said you have to live on that for the rest of your life, I'll go, thank you very much. Peas pudding. Have you ever had that? No. It's a, it's a North East thing. Yeah. yeah. When I was up in, um, in Durham a lot, um, lady I used to work with, Leslie Lover, she um, bought some in for me. And she was like, you have that. And I was like, you sure about that? And Stogie. I was like, is that like a bread thing? Or is that a cigar? That's a cigar. Yeah, it's a cigar, <laughs> isn't it? Pe- are peas- you sure? Stogie's a cigar. Have peas pudding. There's another name for like a bread thing that's like um, stotty. It's similar to something like that. I don't know. Don't worry about it. Um, we'll right, find out. We'll it's very it. regional bread, yeah, isn't it? Very Farms, re- baps, but you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. stotties, rolls, cakes, roll, um, Balms, I think cakes. is what I was looking for. Balm cake. Yeah, balm cake. That's northwest, isn't it? Yeah, then bit of Nottingham or whatever, I think. But the stotties, oh, nothing beats it. Because you go. can only get them in the northeast as well. Especially, spe- like, Special. it's like Stoke area oatcakes, similar to that. Do you know what an oatcake is? No. It's like a pancake, basically. They put, like, bacon in and stuff like that. And you got Eccles cakes. Yeah, that's Lancashire. Cake, that's yeah. Lancashire yeah. Way, Good ride yeah. snack, yeah. that is. Um, who did we, we played away at somebody, and they put some in the changing rooms. One of them Lancashire. T- it might have been, like, Blackburn or Preston or something last season. Anyway, um, quick that was, a, that was a tangent. Yeah, yeah, it was. Are you just quickly? Are you where are you basing yourselves now? Are you going to move back up to northeast or no? I want to stay in Manchester. Yeah, well, live in the city centre. Got an apartment there, so I want to stay there because if it's not coaching one club, it's easier to get your major cities. Yeah. You know, Sunderland in the northeast will always be home. Yeah, but I've I've told family that I'm not moving back. Yeah, I'm I'll only Manchester move Manchester too much. I'll only move back for the the right reasons, not yeah. just to yeah, move back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's one thing I was going to ask you as well. How does it work with like your contract at Man United? I mean, are you still under contract until the end of the season? Still under contract. Yeah. Had a message the doc yesterday for me whereabouts. Really? Still, just in case. So what's so, that in so, case of? Sorry. If the drug testers come into training oh, and yeah. and find out, so it's a bit of a. You know, a bit of a mess at times when I'm having the chance to be here, there and everywhere. But so Man United have basically said to you, listen, obviously, you know, you, you know more football, but yeah. you can go off. You don't. Yeah. Have, it's not like you've got to come into training every no. day and do this and or it's that. At times I'm not doing anything. I'll go into training. I've now got staff kit. Yeah, you know, nice. I'm out, out of me playing kit and all that, which is... Different changing room and stuff. Not yet. Still, well, in, the, still in with the lads, yeah. A few of them. Love yeah. it, love it. On my, on, on, went to the final game the other day, so I was in the staff changing yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Went with a kit man, you know, a bit of crack in the van and nice. stuff. But no, I'm still so normal, normal contract. Yeah. But when when you're away, you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, easier security till the end of the season. Nice, that's nice. Don't have to worry about that. Then by the time, hopefully, a few things settle down. That's it's big classy. volumes of them, doesn't it? That's really. classy. Man United, classy club, mate. Yeah. Really, really good. Really, really yeah. good. Right then, uh, Paul Wollstone, we've got some quick fires for you, okay? Yeah. Best player you've ever traded <sighs> with? Got to be one matter. Yeah, yeah, lovely, any, yeah, beautiful. Just the way his touch, he just knows where to be, yeah. and you just kind of go yeah. natural, natural, yeah, and and just a genuine, lovely lad. Is like, he? like the majority of you know footballers are, aren't yeah. they? They're just normal people. But one, what he did on the training pitches, yeah, love that. Great answer. Um, best player you've ever played against? <sighs> best player I've ever played against has to be in a match. Has to be in an actual match. Oh my word, that is actually it. <laughs> right, we'll come back to that yeah, one. I'm trying Don't to think, I'm trying to think who I've played against. We'll come back to that one. Um, go on, do you want to ask one? Do you want to get involved in these? Oh, the fingers fires, up. Best, the fingers up. Best goalkeeper in the world. Best goalkeeper in the world. 
got to be biased, aren't there? David. Big David, you're going big, for it, yeah. Big David. Love it. Yeah, oh, he's up there for sure, mate, without doubt. And that's no like, no disrespect to anyone else. The goalkeeping level at the minute is outrageous. outrageous. There's, there's so many, but it's yeah. got to be David. Best young goalkeeper in the Premier League. It's got to be either Dean or Rambo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I think the future of England goalkeepers we'll, we'll is safe cool. We'll be very safe. Yeah. yeah pick, we'll his, safe pick his now. Exactly. When he yeah. puts on that England shirt, it's yeah. like, bam. Yeah. Different, different level. level. Different level. I'm with you. Um, who would you start for England at this moment in time? Pickers. K- Qatar World Cup 2022. Jordan Pickford. Jordan Pickford. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. You just know what you're going to get from me. Proven. Pro- proven, proven with England. Yeah. Um, what is your guilty pleasure? Have you got a guilty pleasure? Generally speaking, could be. Keep it PG. Um, <laughs> I would say, do like beer. Yeah. yeah. A, a nice nooky brown ale like, man. No, what on <laughs> earth was that? So, or, or, na- or a nice, nice little glass of red wine. Yeah, yeah. nice little glass of red wine. Well, that's Cultured. good news because you'll get a nice little case of wine. From yeah, the we always send oh. off a nice winging game. its we way. Get some nice little like hamper yeah. of wine. Yeah, hand picked by me. So yeah. you know, um, be a nice little drop. Cheat meal. What's your go-to cheat meal? Go-to cheat meal. Got to be a pizza takeaway. Yeah, easy yeah. in there. Yeah. Domino's or Papa John's? Neither. No, go on. no, I like the little stone baked oh, ones, yeah, little yeah, yeah. little local one or yeah. whatever. Shout right. out to the Leamington Stone Baked Pizza Place, Red Hot Mama's Pizza Rear, by the way. Wow, what a pizza. I'm they going Batelli's. Yeah, you're a Batelli guy. I'm Red you're Hot Red Mama's. Red Hot Mama's. Fine, no, I like, I'll give you that. Yeah. Batelli's is banging. Both good indies. Uh, biggest in- inspiration growing up? It's got to be... Do a football one first. Football do inspiration. Football one first. Who do I want to be growing up? Tommy Sorensen. Yeah, legend. Yeah. Proper goalie. Proper. He, you know, the first one I could really remember. Yeah. Or Marty Poom because he scored. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the biggest inspiration is just got, I can't pick one because it's got to be grandparents. Yeah. Nice. And, and family, you know. Yeah. Quite look up to them and just want, just wanted to make them proud. Love that, mate. Nice. Love that, mate. No, you do. I, I, I'm sure that you are making them proud, mate. I know for a fact you're going to go and absolutely smash whatever you choose to do next. Um, Top class, Paul Wollstone. Yeah. What a um, guy. Before we sign off, we haven't asked this question for a while, but night out, top, any three people in the world, dead, alive, whatever it is, oh. I'm bringing this one back because okay. he's just recently reti- you know, retired. So you yeah, can have a fine, yeah. couple of nights out. You're allowed a few nights out. Yeah. A few sounds better than a couple. Um, <laughs> who would I want there? Who would I want there? Someone. I want someone who can play the guitar. So like a little oh, song, yeah. Nice. yeah, a little bit of a karaoke kind of sing along. So for that, it's I would go Jerry Cinnamon. I don't know who Jerry don't know Cinnamon is. is. Don't know who Jerry Cinnamon is. <laughs> no. <laughs> Scottish artist, just plays the guitar by himself. Like new, wow. is he? Yeah. If he's, him up. if he's cool, we probably won't know him. <laughs> have, a, have a look. Yeah, we will. We is will. that so, Je- Je- Jerry with a J? Yeah. G. G. <laughs> Jerry with a G. He's got to be there for live music. Right, Jerry, you're in. Right, he's in. Sportsman. Uh, anyone. Or anyone, anyone. Anyone around the world. Anyone you want. Anyone I want. It could be your sicko mate or whoever. No, thanks. <laughs> Jerry Cinnamon. Oh, Jezza. Yeah, I know Jezza. Get him on the pod. <laughs> we'll have to now because yeah. I don't know who he is. I'll check. Just so we can get up and play a guitar. Yeah, yeah. at the good, end of the night. Be a good night, that, yeah. Not even at the end of the night. Not just during it. Early doors, boom, let's have it. 
Sing song. Didn't we, Brother Stag? One of them played the guitar. Get on the stage. Yeah. Start playing. Oh, who would I go for? I'd have to get the old man out. He's yeah. got to come. If I'm nice. going, he's coming for Love that. Yeah. He's got to come. And I would go for... I reckon Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> he would be incredible. <laughs> He'd be brilliant on a night out. So you've got... Jerry, Jerry Cinnamon, Cinnamon, my dad, and Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> and I, I, I've got you pegged down. You tell me wrong here, if I'm wrong here. I've got you pegged down as I reckon you like a, a boozer in a social club. Yeah. yeah. Sticky floors. Proper. Yeah, nice proper, proper, proper drinking. Yeah. Get down to business, some KP nuts, a yeah. few pints. Yeah. And away you go. That's all you need, isn't it? I'm, I'm, I'm with that, you. Mate. That sounds a decent night. Can we come? Yeah. yeah. I just want to see Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, so too, on mate, the yeah. dance floor. But I can imagine just having a big cigar as well. I want to see Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal in Sunderland Social Club. <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> the weather spoons at the top of the street. In comes Shaquille. Yeah. Brilliant. Paul, absolutely top class, mate. Brilliant. As always, up the Fozcast. Up the Fozcast. Up the Fozcast. Why, hey, man, like, man. Why, hey, man, like, who, man? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, banger, no, mate. Brilliant. No, I love that. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We hope you enjoyed the latest episode of the Fozcast. Don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify. Up the Fozcast. <laughs> <laughs>